0: So, this is a podcast episode that I really, really wish that I uh, didn't have to make. And um, to be honest, with you, I think this is just a way for me to kind of voice what's going through my head right now after hearing the tragic news that Wyndham Rotunda, more commonly known as WWE superstar Bray Wyatt, has unfortunately passed away at the age of just 36. It's very rare that a celebrity debt, for lack of a better term, really, really shakes me. There's been a few that I can count on, maybe one hand, that I can mention from over the years, but this one has really hit me like no other, to be honest with you. Bray Wyatt is one of the most incredible characters that the professional wrestling world, was ever blessed to watch perform. I remember saying to someone before, I almost think he was too talented for his own good. He just seems like someone that has so many amazing ideas that, to be honest with you, he's probably wasting it in wrestling. Like, this is a guy who could probably make such amazing... just pieces of film... With the great creative mind that he has. I cannot tell you the amount of people over the last seven or eight years who have told me that they hadn't watched wrestling in so many years, on a week to week basis. But Bray Wyatt was the person who got them back into it. Whether whether it was you know, the Wyatt family, the Fiend, his most recent return, you know, less than a year ago, it was so cool to hear that someone who I was such a huge fan of inspire people to get back into the business that they hadn't watched in so long. There's obviously a lot of things you could say about Bray Wyatt's time in WWE, whether it was, you know, as Husky Harris, or as I mentioned earlier, the Wyatt family, the Fiend, the most recent return with the White Rabbit and the QR codes and the way they built up that return after his uh, quite shocking release in late 2021. There's there's so many amazing moments I can think of. But obviously there was some criticism of his direction and his uh, booking over the years within the company. But I think that I look back on a lot of it now and it just, I think, really makes me realise how talented he really was. I always knew he was unbelievably talented, but even more so than I think a lot of us originally thought. Because to continuously have those setbacks over, you know, however many years it was. I mean, he debuted in, what, 2010 as part of the new Nexus just after the second season of the NXT reality show before it became the, the black and gold brand that it was, uh, you know, critically acclaimed for. Of course, something he would be a part of um, right before it kind of exploded. But, you know, to go from, as I said, you know, Husky Harris into into Bray Wyatt and the many different you know, iterations of that... It always felt like he was continuously being held back. And somehow, he always managed to turn it around. Even, as I say, after his release back in 2021. And I can still remember the day he got released. Uh, There was a group chat we used to have back in the Phoenix Wrestling days. And everybody was just stunned. Everybody was so surprised that someone like Bray Wyatt with the mind that he has and just you know everything he'd done with the Fiend character could just be for lack of a better term thrown to the side just like that but for him then to come back in 2022 the way he did like this, this will tell you how amazing of a creative mind Bray Wyatt was in the lead up to that return at Extreme Rules 2022 last October the vignettes that have been played in the lead-up to it, and you know, the QR codes that you could scan to see these kind of eerie, creepy videos that were really teasing a Bray Wyatt return. We all pretty much knew that it was Bray. It was quite... It was. I don't want to say it was obvious, but it was quite clear that Bray Wyatt was the one who was probably going to be turning up at Extreme Rules. But boy, were we hooked. And that moment at Extreme Rules last year where... Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle had just finished up their uh, fight pit match. Obviously, DC was the referee, and then the lights go out, and he's got the whole world in his hands as playing throughout the arena. You see, you know, Huskis the, the pig bear. He's in the crowd. You see the Fiend mask in the crowd, and Bray Wyatt comes out through the door, takes off the mask, revealing himself to be you know be back within the WWE, and it's just such a damn shame that it's ha it it had to get cut short and not only that his life unfortunately was the thing that got cut short and it really puts you know wrestling into perspective um and i'm i'm just i, I really really am struggling to kind of put into words this feeling that i have right now it's obviously one of sadness it's obviously one of shock and the thing is like Listen, I never met Wyndham Rotunda, the human being. I never had the uh, the pleasure of meeting the man. But in a world like professional wrestling, like these characters speak to so many people. And I don't mean literally speak on a microphone, but I don't think there's any other industry or any other form of sport or entertainment where the athletes and the characters can be so important to the fans that watch them each and every week pro wrestling i think and pro wrestlers has such a special bond with the fans and speaking of that like i remember 2019 i was in a pretty dark place in my life a very very dark place in fact and this was a time where not to make this all about me but this is just to show the power of of someone like Bray Wyatt and how his uh, creative mind Got me through so many dark times the Firefly Funhouse vignettes in the lead up to the fiends debut at SummerSlam 2019 against Finn Balor those were keeping me hooked on on the product obviously and also in such a dark time, it was always giving me something to be excited for that obviously culminated with the the match as I say with Finn Balor with that incredible entrance. The, you know, that badass theme song, and, you know, The Fiend Mask, which was very, you know, Slipknot-esque. And it was such an incredible moment, but I remember the Muscleman dance vignette just blowing my mind. Absolutely blowing my mind. And I showed that to so many people who ended up tuning in to see these vignettes and to see what this was all about, and... You know, wrestling is something that a lot of people on the outside criticize for having, you know, what some people try and say, it's simple storytelling and, you know, it's not not as in-depth as maybe a movie. But Bray Wyatt was someone who was able to take that opinion and just completely just throw it in the bin. And he could show you how complex wrestling storytelling can be, but also how great it can be. And I really do think that if he hadn't been you know, a third-generation wrestler who got into the business, or if he just hadn't gotten into the business for whatever reason, as I said earlier, I think he would have been just an unbelievable movie maker and storyteller in, in, in that um, side of the entertainment world. But Bray Wyatt's vignette, especially that Muscleman dance one, which I just, I cannot tell you how many times I've watched that back. Not just, like, around the time that it happened, but in the years that followed it. And... There's a lot of reasons why I decided to pursue um, being involved in the professional wrestling world in 2020. But Bray Wyatt was one of the main reasons. And that video package in particular, the Muscle Man dance, that showed me how cool wrestling can be and how kind of, you know, how, how crazy wrestling can be as well. And obviously, I remember a lot of people compared it, including myself, to the Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared series on YouTube. I remember uh, a lot of, there was a a lot of kind of similarities between the two. I remember the the girl I was seeing at the time, she took a big interest in Bray Wyatt and she thought it was really cool. And uh, she had obviously seen Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared as well. Um, And as I say, to see so many people who would either not watch wrestling for such a long time or people who had never really seen wrestling, like the girl I was seeing at the time, get so hooked on this one character alone. And, you know, he he allowed people to actually give the business a chance. Wow. What what like what a special talent he was. Like that's a special type of talent that not a lot of people have, but the ones who do have it, they have it and then some. What also makes this so tragic as well is the fact that um you know, he's passed away just under 3 years after the tragic passing of Brody Lee, who passed away on December 26, 2020. Of course, uh, one of the real life best friends of Bray Wyatt, Wyndam Rotunda, um, and obviously his Wyatt family brethren. Uh, one of the most incredible factions in the modern era of professional wrestling. And I remember back on the show I was doing in 2020, you know, talking about the death of, of Lou Harper or Brody Lee, whichever one you want to call him. And I, you know, I remember saying that he he was someone I obviously looked up to a lot as well, and. Even to this day, when I play one of my favorite games of all time, GTA 5, I always give Trevor Phillips long hair and, and a long beard because it always reminded me of Luke Harper. Um, and it's just crazy to think that those two would pass away in such a short amount of time, you know, from each other. Um, obviously, you know, another similar case of that was obviously when the Eddie Guerrero died in, in uh, November 2005. And then. His best friend, Chris Benoit, died in 2007, obviously in a lot more extreme circumstances. And I don't want to get too deep into that right now. But, you know, I feel like now we're after seeing that again. Um, it, it's it's just so tragic. It just is. Like, it's just hard to put into words right now what... Yeah, like, what I'm feeling and, and what millions of people around the world are feeling. There's been so many tributes put up in the last few hours since they've announced uh, his death and to see how much he meant to people. And the one thing that really stood out was not just people talking about what a great wrestler he was and what a great character he was and, you know, praising his uh, his creative uh, process as well that obviously I've praised a lot on here. It was the fact that they all said, like, what a great person. And, you know, Big E put up a tweet saying that Bray was someone who took him under his wing back in the FCW days, back in the late 2000s. And um, so many others as well saying that like, he was just such a great human being. And that that that's the, that's the biggest reason why this is such a, a huge loss. It's not just the character and the person we saw on TV. It's the human being behind that character. Bray, it was a pleasure to watch your work. It was a pleasure to see you perform. I remember back in 2014 being at a house show in Dublin, uh, a house show that was very important in me, getting back into watching wrestling full-time. And his entrance that night, he was in the main event. It was himself and Kane teaming up against uh, John Cena in a handicap match. And Bray's entrance, man, it was such a cool entrance to be a part of. I honestly think, in terms of entrances I've seen live, that one is certainly in the top 10 and probably in the top five. That's how far I would go with with, uh, with that statement. What an incredible moment that was. Unfortunately, it was the only time I actually got to see him perform live. But I appreciate that so much more now, considering that his, his time on this planet was cut so short. Um... I did see a tweet as well. I can't remember who actually tweeted it, so apologies that I'm not able to give them credit. But, you know, wrestling, we do see a lot of uh, tribalism and a lot of, you know, taking sides when it comes to favorite promotions and whatnot. And listen, I'm no stranger to that. I Obviously, people know that I definitely lean more on the WWE side than, say, the AEW side. But someone did leave a great tweet and, and they said that, you know, I wish we could band together more, not just when people leave us and it is such a true statement i think it just goes to show that not just in wrestling but just in life that uh people can can be gone just like that whether it's someone you know whether it's a family member or a friend someone you look up to you know as you know as an athlete or as a character or whatever it may be you really really do have to appreciate every single good thing in your life because you never ever know when it's going to when it's going to be gone and this as well to take place just You know, 24 hours after Terry Funk's tragic passing. Of course, rest in peace, Terry Funk as well. One of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. Died at the age of 79. Just such an important man to have in the pro wrestling world. And uh, a man who literally transcended generations. I mean, Terry Funk debuted, I think, the same year The Undertaker was born. So that'll tell you how long Terry Funk was in the business. Uh, So rest in peace to him as well. And... um, yeah, just a very, very sad time in the world of pro wrestling right now. Um, a lot of uh, very, very sad people in in our uh, world that we love so much, and uh, obviously thoughts and prayers go out to the loved ones of both Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk. Um, and yeah, that's uh, probably where I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, obviously, in the old format of straight out of Klein, obviously because this show will be going through some changes. In the near future, but uh, in the old format, I always play a classic wrestling promo at the end of it. I think I'm gonna do a little, uh, a little mashup of some of my favorite Bray Wyatt promos from over the years. Rest in peace, Bray. You were an absolute legend. It was a pleasure watching your work. And uh, yeah, Godspeed, brother.
1: Hey, you want to say something really scary? <laughs> <laughs> we live in a world where society has poisoned the souls of men. It hovers over them like a dark cloud, and they can't do anything about it, because they're just a regular, everyday working class. People like me, like me, like me. They get down on their hands and knees, and they whisper these little lies, the secrets into their ears. But I have a secret of my own. Can't you fly? What are you going to do when they decide it's time? We are the ones. When they start to walk upright. The ones you've been told about. And we are walking upright. What are you going to do? I know what you're going to do. Run. You're going to tell them we're coming. Run. Send us someone. Just don't send anyone you want back. Witness the new face of fear. And everywhere they marry. Sure, to go. (laughs) We're coming. entrance by the Wyatt family Eric Rowan and Luke Harper into the ring for tag team action the NXT universe knew all about the Wyatt family and now the WWE universe knows all about Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan and I know all about Luke Harper and Eric Eric Rowan, they they made mincemeat out of me a few weeks ago in for the cover Rowan and it's over
0: Here are your winners, The Wyatt Family!
1: Another dominant performance by this destructive, dangerous trio that has enjoyed a reign of terror here at NXT. This clothesline, Mr. Regal, how could you describe... Rowan, dominant, coming down hard, a viciously efficient performance. It's hard for me to say anything because I know what that feels like and I, I'm a little addicted. I'm still, I'm still feeling it from several weeks ago. It's,
0: I'm glad I'm not in there right now, believe really. me. It's very unsettling to see cuz i'm still in pain time, time,
1: time, 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 Calm down. Time, I got something to say <clears throat> There are several different types of men in this world There are men who dream and never make it off their couch. There are men who dream and fail. And then there are men who dream and change the landscape of this world. People like Bray Wyatt. But what about you, man? That's what I want to know. Aren't you tired of feeling unwanted? Aren't you tired of feeling like an outcast or being stepped upon? Well, then today is your day, because today is the day that Bray Wyatt decided he was going to change everything. Today is the day that hell froze. Today is the day that pigs fly. Today, me and my people looked at fear right in the eye, and we said, Mr. Fear, sir, you are a liar. Today, I want you to go and I want you to tell all these so-called world leaders that they better heed my warning. Take notice to Bray Wyatt. Because today is the day that Bray Wyatt decided to bring down the machine. Today, we say goodbye to NXT, for now, but if you need me, I ain't hard to find. All you gotta do is go look up in the sky and follow the buzzer. (laughs) Oh, wait, 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 one more thing. think you know about your own lives is all based upon lies. Men, you wake up every morning, you go to work, you break your backs just trying to earn a little bit of cash so that you can buy yourself those fancy suits, so that you can buy yourself those sports cars and impress the women. And now, women, you wake up every morning, you look at yourself in the mirror, and you coat makeup all over your beautiful faces, because you didn't even realize that you are just wearing the mask that society demands you to wear. It's a bottomless pit of lies. They plaster your hopes and dreams up on a billboard. And who is the man that is on that billboard? Well, he's the man that hides behind the plastic smile. He's the man that plays the role of hero better than anyone else. He's the man that tells you everything you think you need to hear. And I think to myself, oh, what a wonderful world. Yet, this is the same society that intends to vilify a man like me. Why? Because I say everything they're afraid to say. Because I do everything that they're afraid to do. And I promise you today, I promise you tomorrow, I promise you up until my final breath, that with the sword of my tongue, I will slay this mighty dragon. And I will stand over his body, and I will whisper into his ear. John Cena, it's time to end this life. Follow the buzzer. The following is a very special episode of Firefly Funhouse. Today I have something super serious to talk to you about. Exercise! When it comes to mind, body, and spirit, to be at your best, you gotta look good and feel good. This is my friend Huskis the Pig Boy, and as you can see, he doesn't take very good care of himself. <laughs> but the chocolate feels so good in my little piggy belly. I want more. Oh, Huskies! You know, nobody's gonna tell you this, buddy. But one day, all this excessiveness and gluttony is gonna come back to bite you in the (laughs) tail. But one day, you could be great. One day, people are gonna tell you that you're a genius. They're gonna say you have the whole world in your hands. Get your act together Or your your wowie Hold on boss Huskies will get his act together <laughs> uh, Trust me And I know the perfect way to start Hit it You got it dude. Now shake those hips And let your backbone slip Pull up your pants and do the Muscle Man dance. Just follow my boys. You don't really have a choice. And pull up your pants. And do the Muscle Man dance. Now wiggle your behind. Erase your mind. Pull up your pants. And do the, the muscle, muscle Man, man dance. dance. <laughs> wow Huskies We're ready for a night out On the town yeah. Thank you man. I said, that's all I See what happens When you trust me And remember my fireflies I will always light the way And all you have to do is Let me in Bye! See ya! See ya! We're really glad that you're our friend And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end got the whole He's got the whole wide world in his hand. My God, what the heck? He's got the whole world in his hand.